Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, hello, welcome along. This is episode number 92 of the Influence Podcast. And man, am I excited about this one. Um, this is this is how to create 90 days of content in 90 minutes. 90 days of content, that's one quarter, that's three months worth of content in just 90 minutes. And the reason that we put this episode together is far and away still, you know, I've been doing this now for four and a half years, five years, on Instagram and still the biggest question that people have is, is content. I don't have time for content. I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to post. How do I possibly create enough content to serve my audience and to build my following and build my uh, my, my engagement and my interaction? And it comes down to, to content. It comes down to consistency and it comes down to that community. And we are consistently looking at ways that we can help the audience and help people create content. So we're not only going to show you how to create 90 days worth of content for Instagram, but I'm going to show you what well, I say. I, I'm, uh, I brought Lucy in today and Lucy's going to, going to share with you in this, in this, uh, this, this episode, how you can create 90 days worth of content for all of your social media channels. That's a big claim. Um, Lucy, is it really possible? It's definitely possible. And actually, it's something that we've been working on uh, quite intensely, I guess, over the last few weeks. I, obviously, anything we share um, with your audience, we want to trial first. Mm -hmm. It's not something that we've just said, yep, yeah, here's a big number that we're just going to create. It's something that we've actually done ourselves and something that we've we've proven to ourselves is really possible to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Lucy's back with us on the podcast. She's joined us on a previous episode uh, where we were looking at, well, to be honest, we brought you in, Lucy, when we were specifically looking at um, other ways that we could use content and, uh, you know, some practical content ideas as well. And, and content is where we come back to. Um, previously, it was about your, your powerful content strategy. That, for anybody that's listening, was episode number 78, if you haven't heard about that already. Lucy has been the driving force behind our content at Instagalactic for the past three, four months now even. Um, and just, yeah, just remarkable, the, the the transformation that we've had on the account. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very, very excited about this episode. Uh, but let's do it. Let's dive in. So 
just 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 to give a bit of context as well if you're in the position where you're not creating content right now you're missing out on your audience if you're not sharing content on a consistent basis you're missing out on your audience if you are not doing these things you're getting left behind so we need to find ways that you can do this and we need to find solutions about how people can overcome this so you can continue to build your brand share your message in a way that's interesting engaging for your audience but in a way that is convenient for you and if you can't find 90 minutes in a three-month period, then we're in the wrong place, <laughs> ultimately. If we can't find 90 minutes within a three-month period, we're in the wrong place. I'm confident that you can, okay? I am 100% confident that you can. You know you can. So how do we do that? Let's talk through this process and let's talk about where this all stems from. So Lucy, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of hand over to you. I'm sure you're going to ask me questions and we'll, we'll throw this the ball back and forth, but... I'm just going to do it. How do you do it? Is it possible? Where do we start? So when we've talked about content before, we've ultimately talked a lot about strategy and planning it out. And one of the big things you talk all the time about that we talk about within Intergalactic and within the team is consistency. And the biggest thing is if you're not consistent, you're not going to grow on Instagram. You need to be consistent. You need to be putting your message out there. And previously, we talked about different strategies, sharing results, sharing different lifestyle um, posts and images, and um, sharing value to our, our, our readers, our audience, our viewers, our followers. And value is ultimately what it's all about. Um, so what this does is this strategy allows us to do all of those things but in a compact time frame, so we can plan out and ultimately look at a quarter of the year's content in 90 minutes and have a whole plan for a quarter. And then actually let you into a little secret that that quarter can then kind of be duplicated in the next quarter and then in the next quarter. And I'm not saying share exactly the same content, but actually, if you've got the foundations in place for the first quarter, then when you do it for the second quarter of the year, wherever that year starts, you're already going to have the foundations in place. And this could set you up to be ready to share potentially two years worth of content, like so, so quickly once you've got it set up and in place. I love it. I love it. And, and this all stemmed from, so we'll dive in with this now, but just again, to give a bit of context, this all stemmed from where, before we, we started doing this together and when I was doing this on my own, I like I was so I was inconsistent, right? Because and ultimately I was inconsistent because I thought, well, um, it wasn't necessarily not knowing what to talk about, because I think we're, we're I mean we're pretty clear on that. We know who the audience is, we know who we're looking to work with, but part of it was a confidence thing, part of it was a time thing. You know, there was all these various different reasons not to do it. And when you when you started, you know, when you really kind of started leading on this, Lucy, I think the frustration that, that you naturally had and other people in the team have had is, come on, Jake, just, we, we need to get this done. We need posts. I want selfies. I want pictures of you. I want quotes of this. I want, and that's, and that's absolutely right. So you could do what you needed to do, which is what you're really good at, which is get the message out there and get the, get the, get the brand out there, get the content out there. So we needed to find a way that would support you. That would also be feasible for, for, for me and it just meant that everybody was getting what they needed and it was it was manageable for everybody. And so this is where we came up with this new system and this new process. So over to you, Lucy. Yeah, I think we need to remember that we don't work for Instagram and Instagram is the platform we leverage for everything else. So what we should be doing in our business is building our business, working with clients, working with customers, working with our products. We shouldn't be a slave to Instagram. And I think 
by us sort of shortening the process and saying, right, in this amount of time, this is what I need from you. And, and there are some strategies that we're going to talk about today that are, are easy to outsource. And it may be that you want to outsource some of these things because ultimately there's, there's people who are better at graphic design, who are, can do these things very quickly and very cheaply. Um, so when we talk about some of the design side of things and the branding side of things, which we, we have talked about in previous episodes about branding, there may be the, an element of outsourcing. But if you haven't got the base content, which is what we're gonna create in 90 minutes, then it's really difficult to potentially outsource it. It's really difficult to ask someone else to be involved. And it's really difficult to keep that consistency going because each week you're suddenly hit with, what do I do? What do I do? So one of the things that we, before we even start with this, and it's something we, we discuss on a, a weekly, monthly, sometimes daily basis, is knowing exactly who your audience are and what they're looking for. And one of the phrases you said to me, what it must be nearly three years ago now is it's not social media it's social media it's about your audience and so the two main things we need to know is who are our audience and what is the problem you solve um, and in today's episode we're very much talking about the content multiplier and how we actually create that um, but I know in the past you've talked about the avatar and your dream client um, and also the problem statement as well I think and I've heard you call it the pickup line. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the pickup line. Um, so that just for, for for anybody who's listening, it, to get clear on it. I mean, this is the this is like one oh one in terms of getting out there and starting sharing content on social media and building your your business is knowing who it's for, right? Who is it for? It's really not about us, okay? It's, it's we say, oh, it's for me, right? It's not, it's, because <laughs> you're not gonna pay you, uh, you're, not, you're not gonna buy your stuff. Who is it for? Who is the audience that we're trying to speak to? So there's two episodes, they're, they're both start, like it's both called Stand Out. So episode 43 is how to stand out on Instagram and be spe- very, very specific about what you do and who you do it for. That's episode 43. Episode 44 is part two. So there are part one and part two. Episode 44 is how you can stop being everything to everybody and how you can actually nail down exactly what your offer is, what your promise is, and who your ideal client is. So if you, uh, I, I would say, listen to this to the end, but then go back and listen to episodes 43 and 44 about how you can ident- identify your ideal client and how you can stand out. Uh, And then episode number 44, as I say, is the second part to that, which will massively help you in this process. The clearer you are on that, the easier every other thing is that you do going forward, creating content, sharing your message, your marketing messages, and ultimately generating more leads, more clients, more customers for for your business, not just on Instagram, but beyond Instagram as well. Exactly. So, now you've got your, your person, you know who your audience are. And I like to think of it as one person, one person that you're speaking to, that you're speaking, everything you share is for that one person. And it, it can potentially change their day, change their week, change their life um, and their problems. So then from there, what you need to look for is what are your key pillars? Um, and when we talk about this, I like to use the example of weight loss or the health health niche, because it's it's something that everyone knows. And your three pillars within health would be generally mindset, because 
actually everyone knows how to lose weight, but it's often a mindset issue. Um, if you eat less and exercise more and drink more water, you're going to you're going to lose weight. But most people, there's a mindset issue and it's getting past that mindset. So that could be one pillar. Second pillar is is what they eat. It could be the diets. It's a specific diet. And the third pillar could be exercise. So that's just one example where there's three pillars. And within most businesses, whether it be products, services, you can normally nail it down to three things, something that's a quick fix or that they need to get right before they even get started. And then how they can do that. So within what we do, we said that we get asked about content all the time. So content is ultimately one of our pillars within the business because it's something people ask us about all the time. So if you're wondering what your pillars are, if you're already a course creator, if you've already got a program, usually it's the, the chapters of your course, or if you've written a book, it's the chapters of your book, or if it's a product, it's the benefits and the key things that they get from that. And there, when we talk about them as pillars because they are the pillars of your content going forward. So you know who your audience is, you know what their problems are and the problems that you can solve, and you know the key pillars of how you're going to solve those problems for your for your audience. So how do we then create content? Well, we're going to create in 90 minutes, we're going to create 12 core pieces of content. Now, already, but I know people will be sitting there going, what, 12, 12 pieces of content in 90 minutes, what am I going to do? So there will be a little bit of pre planning involved. And for some people, this would take lots of time, but don't spend hours on this. You should know what those pillars are and you should be able to break those pillars down into questions. So, for example, if mindset is one of your pillars, break that down into what's stopping you now. Um, what changes do you need to make in your life to move forwards? Um, what things could you do every day to change your life? It could be those sort of things or it could be specific questions your audience is asking you. So um, diet, should I be eating more fats, more protein? Um, what, how much of this should I be eating? When should I be eating? What times? So for each of those pillars, you're probably going to easily find four questions that relate to those pillars. And it could be questions that you get asked on a regular basis. So you're answering questions that your audience really want to hear, or it could be things that are negatives or objections or things that they, I can't lose weight because, well, okay, I can show you another way. Uh, or I, I can't uh, eat a healthy lifestyle because I've got four kids running around. I have to take them to school. I've not got time to cook healthy meals, those sort of things. And you can break it down as those. And that would be, your 12 questions so you start with questions that you can answer and we're not talking hour-long content here for each of those 12 questions you're going to create a core piece of content and the content we recommend is that um, we recommend that it is a video um, purely because a video is the easiest to multiply and when I talk about multiplying in a second you're going to understand why we start with video content. Now, I know a lot of you out there are going to be a bit, what do I do? How, where do I look? How do I do the camera? But these are short videos. And the recommendation I always use is, and I'm sure Jake's got ideas on this as well, is pretend you're talking to your dream client. Pretend you're talking to one person. Pretend that they have asked you that question and you're answering it. 
we work with a lot of coaches, a lot of service, uh, people that provide services, people that provide products. If it's products, it tends to be more of a, this is what it can do for you and how. But don't think about the products, think about the problems and how we're gonna solve the problems. So a diet question, um, I'm too busy. How am I gonna fit creating healthy meals into my lifestyle? I've got four kids, blah, blah, blah. And it could be your solution is meal planning. So you're gonna create a five minute video and we recommend five to 10 minutes maximum where you answer that question or highlight their concern, their objection, their problem and solve it within that conversation and do it exactly as you would with a real client, with a real person sitting in front of you. So um, I'm not a dietitian, I'm not in the healthcare niche, so please don't ask me exactly what I would do. Um, but we do, like we talk to lots of health coaches, so it is something that I talk, I talk about health and fitness quite a lot. Um, but yeah, it's how would you solve that? And in the this time, you're going to identify these 12 questions and you're going to do all your videos at once. Now, oh, Lucy, I'm just going to I'm just going to interject there because I think that's that's really important. Is 90, 90 minutes, 90, 90 days of content, 90 minutes. So if we're doing 12 videos, the reason uh, obviously 12 videos covers the 12 weeks within those 90 days so that that's one different topic per week going out there so uh, my maths isn't isn't great but i'm guessing those videos are going to be around six or seven minutes long each right is that is that correct yeah i think so between five and ten minutes most yeah. people six seven minutes with a bit of a hello and an intro the answering the question and closing off yeah six to seven minutes i think is ideal okay perfect so naturally this exactly as you've said the, the, the planning before that is what are those major content pillars? What are those major topic areas? What are the major questions? What are the objections? That's a, that's a real good one. What are the objections that people maybe have to working with me or to buying my product or my service or whatever that might be? And how can I overcome them within one of these videos? And by doing that, or by listing those 12 things, you're then literally ready to, to get there in front of the camera and say, right, okay, let's talk, let's teach the first one finish end of that let's teach the second one end of that let's teach the third one end of that um now a lot of people might say i don't like being on camera i'm not comfortable on camera i'm unsure about being on camera and for i have to be honest for, for a while i would say okay well that's all right let's find an alternative um increasingly i'm not saying that and i'm actually thinking well and, and i think a better question is what's the what is the alternative you know what would you do if you weren't doing that are you going to sit and write 10 blog posts, 12 blog posts? Are you gonna go through and, and maybe from scratch start a podcast? Are you gonna create individual videos? Are you gonna get somebody else to do them for you? So I think it's I think it's incredibly valid what you're saying. I'm not gonna spend too much longer on that, but I fully agree then. So, so planning these videos out in advance, five to 10 minutes per video, all the different topic areas, so that by the end of those 90 minutes, they've got um, 12 videos recorded on these different topic areas, overcoming those objections, which then help ultimately you're going to move their client or their ideal client closer towards a buy-in decision. So what do they do once they've got those 12 videos done? So they've got 12 videos now. And just to put in there, like if in the end you don't want to share those videos, you could not share those videos. 
Um, that doesn't mean you can't use the content multiplier. And I would recommend everyone does those videos, even if after you've recorded them, you're not comfortable sharing them. I, I love video because it just breaks through the no like and trust barrier so quickly. It shows the authentic you, it shows you as the expert, it shows people who you are. And especially as Instagram becomes more and more authentic, live video is a great way to, to really share who you are. But if in the end you don't want to share your videos, there's no reason why you can't still use this base content to multiply it out to, to further content. So irrespective, definitely do those videos. And one other little thing, maybe a couple of different changes of clothes. Uh, if you're only recording the top half, it could be different t-shirts, it could be a hat, it could be a slightly different background. It's just so longer term, it just gives some variety to your content. And if you are theming and uh, branding your Instagram feed with um, a specific style, which is something I definitely recommend, then recording the videos in a consistent background or somewhere with um, a plain wall that you can add graphics to is a really good idea. So definitely as less, as fewer distractions as possible behind you are really useful for the videos. Just a couple of little quick tips. I think I think a couple of things that you said there are vital. Um, and I, and this is it, right? This, we, I mean, we've fallen into this trap and I've made, oh, I say we, I've made this mistake. Um, and then you, I think you messaged me the day saying, what on earth is this? Which is, I, I, wore, I was just wearing the same clothes. I recorded, four videos back to back just 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 bang 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 because i wanted to get them done um and then realize that if we share all these posts and all this content for the next month it looks like i'm wearing the same clothes for a month um which is which is pretty ridiculous but so but two things to come out of that i agree mixing the clothes potentially mixing the background or what may be there but the other thing is that when we tested this we didn't go 12 videos straight away we actually did four videos and we thought, well, let's, let's do a month. So we did four videos and then we broke that up. Right. And then the next thing, next, next, next is eight videos. Then we break that up. And then the next time that we do it, it's going to be 12 videos because we've got the process. We've got the system in place. So even if you sat there listening and thinking, even if you think, oh, do I want to go in with the full 12? I mean, you don't have to, you know, you could do what we did, which is we started with four. That's a month's worth of content, prove the process, see the benefits of how quickly it's done to be honest, if you if you try and go in with 12 videos and you're doing that cold or you've not, not too comfortable on video, to then go from zero to 12 might be a big ask. So you might go four. Obviously, that's going to take more than 90 minutes, but you might go four videos, use this process that, that Lucy's sharing now, and then at the end of the month, you do another four or you go into eight videos. Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to pass back to you. So videos are done. What next? Videos are done. So... We're going to break that video into three areas to start with. Now, the first one is using the video as it is. So straight away, there are four platforms that you can share that on. So from one piece of content, which is a video that you've done in an office, in your house, against uh, in your garden, it becomes four pieces of content. And for most people, if they're using more than one social media platform, you're going to have a slightly different audience. There's going to be some overlap with your audience. But some people use Facebook more, some people use Instagram more, some people just go to YouTube, some people just go to LinkedIn. And there is going to be an element where there's not overlap. So by sharing it on all four platforms, your reach is going to increase. So even if your main uh, direction of platform is Instagram, which is obviously where we share majority of our content, 
doesn't mean you can't also share it on your Facebook page, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, because you're going to start building an audience on those platforms as well. And it might be a smaller audience, but they could. Uh, we, we share content on LinkedIn, which isn't our key platform. However, we try and then transition people from LinkedIn over to Instagram so they get to see more of our content. And remember, there's algorithms with all these social media platforms. So everyone is not going to see every piece of content. So as Gary V says, get it out there to as many people as possible, like just keep spreading it and keep sharing. And I don't recommend this when you're first starting out unless you're using a content multiplier system like this, because if you're trying to share different content on 12 different platforms, you're just going to get overwhelmed. But if you've got one video and it's good to go straight away, you're sharing it to four platforms. Second thing you're going to do with that video is break it down into clips. So you might not think that you quote makes sound bites, make short comments. But when you watch back the videos, there are going to be clips that are 15 seconds, which give great value and great give great information just within those 15 seconds. So by uh, using just like a screen editing app, if you can even do it on your phone, you can just get clips from your videos on your phone, 15 seconds, 30 seconds and even 60 second clips that you can again share throughout the week. So people might not have time to watch the six, seven minute video, but they might watch a 15 second clip. And we have on Instagram, we've got reels, we've got stories where we can share these things. So the full content might go on Instagram TV, but then the 15 second, 30 second, 60 second clips can go onto stories, onto reels, have I missed one, stories, reels, and even onto your feed as shorter, shorter posts as well. And again, Instagram's our key platform, but this content can also be shared on your Facebook page and your Facebook group if you have one. And also on LinkedIn, these shorter clips work really well on, on all social media platforms. So you've got your clips. What you're also going to do is take some screenshots. Um, as anyone, I don't know if anyone's going to see this live video or whether it will just go out as a podcast, but you can tell that I talk quite a lot with my hands. Um, so I managed to get quite a lot of great screenshots of me pointing of doing things. And I know we've managed to get some great shots of Jake when he's been pointing at things using a whiteboard um, as well. And those screenshots, because they're live training, they're just genuine and they're real. They're not post shots. They're authentic shots. And people are always more curious. Um, and someone once said to me that actually a shot of somewhere where they look in pain or they look awkward, people are more likely to click on that to release them from the pain and help them get away from that. So if you are sharing a thumbnail, don't be afraid to share one which you probably hate, but actually is that someone wants to help you and release you and they'll click on that just to, to stop you looking so in so much pain. So you're going to take clips. And you're going to take screenshots. You also potentially can get sound bites, which you uh, get the written version of. So once you've got a, a 15 second uh, clip, that could become a quote, which when we talk about the second stage, we're going to come on to, to words. And the third one is memes. So memes are could be moving memes, where it's a, a very short video with like a, an action, like a GIF or it could be just a screenshot with text over it. So again, 
this is another style of content that we can create just from the video. Um, and like these are quite simple things that you can do on your phone, but it may be that you want to outsource this as well. Sorry, Lucy, to, uh, to, to, to cut across them again. So this is, so we've got, so we've got our first, second level, if you like, uh, our first, second level, I guess we can only have one second level. So the, 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 the first video, the longer form video stage one, once that's been recorded, that can go on to um, reminders again. So uh, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram TV and Vimeo, was it, or the blog? Oh, Facebook. Well, I haven't even talked about the blog yet or a right, website. We'll these are just, yeah, these are, you've preempted it already. Yeah, but these... well, this, this is great. This is great because it, it should, I mean, yeah, there's, so there's even more than that, that are in there. So uh, Facebook is the other. So those are the four platforms for the video. From there, then, um, just so I'm, I'm, I'm clear, then people can take and they can cut that longer video from that six minute, let's say five minute, 10 minute video. There will be segments of, 15 seconds of gold here, 30 seconds here, maybe a 60 minute, 60 second segment that's really valuable. And those videos can then be distributed, you know, pretty much every social media platform um, takes takes anything from 15 seconds to, to 60 seconds, as we've just talked about the different places on Instagram that you can share that. So that's the next stage that people have. You've talked about the audio and pulling the audio out from there as well. What next? So you've, Gone straight into it. So the audio. Now, from the video you've got, you're going to want to detach the audio. And there are computer programs that do this, that do it for you in 30 seconds. Um, and some of them are free and some of them uh, you pay for, but they can detach the audio from the main video. So you'll end up with, in effect, a podcast and a potential podcast episode. Yeah, you might need to put an intro on it, and an outro at the end telling people where they can uh, find more information. But if setting up a podcast and starting a podcast is something that you want to do, then this is the simplest way to get started. You've got 12 weeks of weekly content that can go out every week onto a podcast and you can start building that as an area as well. So just by detaching the audio. Um, from the detached audio, you can also, uh, there's something that called Headliner App. Now, Headliner App does the same thing as creating video clips, but it creates audio clips. And again, anything from 15 seconds through to 60 second clips. And what this app actually does, um, it creates uh, an image with the sound bar, um, which is like the, the frequency. You need yeah. to help me out here. Yeah, <laughs> the frequency yeah, right. sound bar. So, so this is this is so so yeah. So it almost like a visual representation of the audio, right? People have seen that kind of going up and down. So it looks like the the, the talking. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly. What I couldn't describe it. That's exactly right. What, and what what's you can the name of the app, Lucy? It's called Headliner. Headliner Head, app. Headliner app. H e a d l i n e r app. Yeah, absolutely. And it's completely free to use to start with. Um, and we just use the free version. And it also allows you to then upload your own image behind uh, the visual representation. So you've got an audio with a still image. And these are clips. And these are great posts to share on Instagram, Facebook, potentially LinkedIn as well. So it's just something a bit different that uh, quite often now people, when they're scrolling through, they may have their phones, since reels have become so popular, people actually have the sound on on their phones a lot more frequently than they did in the past. So now 
if you're scrolling through your Instagram feed and then you hear someone's voice talking to you, it will stop the scroll. And that's the biggest thing we want to do. We want to stop that scroll and get people to engage with our content. And if it's short, if it's 15 seconds, if they didn't quite hear it the first time, they're going to listen again. And then we can add more detail in the caption, which is part three of level two, I guess. So we've got the video content and we've got the audio content. And the audio content can be a podcast or it could just be short soundbite clips and using the headliner app to share those as visual, visually represented posts, but with sound. Awesome. awesome. All right. So what's next? The written? Yeah, absolutely. So the third part is actually turning it in, into uh, written content. Now, if I said to you, right, I need you to write for me 12 blogs. You said this at the start, like 12 blogs seems massively intimidating for anyone, even writing that first blog post. However, if I asked you a question and you answered that to me in a seven minute video, that in effect is a blog post. So what we're going to do is use an app to get the transcription of the blog. Now, there's some great free apps out there and there are some paid ones. And we've used both of those. I use Otter, which is uh, free. You get a certain amount of minutes. And I found they're pretty accurate. You are going to have to read through. You are going to have to make changes. There's um, obviously we've all got different voices and different uh, ways of speaking, um, certain words might not always register accurately. So you will need to go through and edit. But immediately you've got a blog post, which is normally between 1,000 and 1,500 words just from a seven-minute video. Um, and if I asked you tomorrow to go and write for me a 1,500-word blog post, for most people that would terrify them. Absolutely. Whereas yeah, you've already got it here from the video. So then straight away, you can share that on your website, on a blog page, um, on someone else's blog page. So if you are potentially have any joint venture partners, if you want to offer content to um, a bigger brand, a magazine, a business, or even start content in local newspapers, and maybe they want a column in the newspaper once a week. Like, it doesn't just have to be online content. It could be offline content as well that goes out to the world um, so you've got a blog post directly from your video another thing that people always struggle with when they're creating content is we talk about visual content all the time we talk about the images but what words do you put in the content so can i just um sorry sorry Lizzie, to interrupt again mid-flow my bad <laughs> um but that you just touched on something there which i think is really important um about the the fact that it, like it comes so natural to us to be speaking right and to explain something and so often people will be really comfortable to, you know it, it, you know picking a question out or even imagining a question being asked by their ideal client imagining that their ideal client is sat there and saying how do i get my first customer using facebook ads how do i lose five pounds in 30 days without stepping foot in the gym and if you can answer that, you know, in a, like, as if you're talking to them in a conversation and then take that transcript, you know, that's it's just, it's just amazing. I think I really think it is. And the tool that you mentioned was Otter. So it's otter.ai. Uh, is that right? O-T-T-E-R. Otter is in the animal.ai. Um, we use another one, but I, I, you may mention that. So I don't want to tread on your toes. You're probably about Maybe. to. 
Temi, yeah, is that right? So we use Temi, T-E-M-I, uh, which is a paid version. Um, but again, very, I mean, very, very affordable um, considering what, what, what you get. But just, just again, to, 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 to give a bit of depth to that, which you, you, you may mention, and forgive me if you are going to, but from the videos that we've created, we're now in a position where you, you talked about offline, online and such, but we're, you know, we're contributing. And again, this is, this is purely through, through you, Lucy, and what you've done with the content. I said at the start that you'd taken it to the next level, but we're now contributing to magazines. You know, we're, we're creating articles that are available on and offline from content that's been, you know, written, that's been done by a video, right? It's just absolutely amazing. So the potential it's we're not, you know, we're not saying it could happen. It literally is happening we're doing it. We just started this at the moment. So it's very, very achievable for people, even if they want offline publications as well. So yeah, very, very, forgive me. I keep it. You can tell I get excited about this. Oh, I get excited <laughs> about the potential. I love the fact that it saves so much time. So where do we go next? So that's your three levels. Um, and so now you've got your core video, you've got video content, which you can create visual images from screenshots, um, quote posts, things like that. You've got your transcription, which creates your blog posts and your captions. Now the captions, so the whole blog post will be about probably between 1000 and 1500 words. Now that's too big to share on most social media platforms. So you'll have that on your blog, but you can break that down for your social media captions. So there may be a section, there may be an example you use, there may be um, a quote, which is, the next visual content that I'm going to come to. But that one blog post could potentially lead to four captions. And remember, we're, we're looking at one video creating a week's worth of content. So if you're posting once per day, that's only seven pieces of content. And, and then after that, that can be 17 or 27 pieces of content if you share it slightly differently on different platforms. So before you even start, when you've got the video, the video is turned into four pieces of core content. And then you've got the 15 second clips. If you've got four, second, uh, four 15 second clips, that's another four pieces of content that you can potentially share on Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook. So then that turns into 12 pieces of content. So that's 12 contact points. And they say people need, was it between seven and nine contacts, like touch points before they often engage with you. So if they see you on Facebook, they see you on LinkedIn, they see you in different ways on Instagram. And Instagram, we are, we're so lucky. We have IGTV, we've got the newsfeed, we've got reels, we've got stories. We've already got four touch points within Instagram alone to be able to talk to our audience, let alone if then, we're in blog posts, we're in articles, we're potentially in local newspapers, we're on Facebook, we're, we've just become, we've gone from one video to be in multi-channel very, very quickly and very easily. So from the, the transcript, what I also do is I go in and take specific quotes. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, most people don't think they, they say things and they don't think they, they create quotes. Now, quotes, all they are is something you've said. And in a live video, you're going to say things in your own words and authentically for you. So these are quotes. These aren't things that you're copying from anyone else. These are your words. So creating a visual post with your image and your words really builds that authenticity and allows people to engage with you. 
So what I do is normally go through the transcript and see if there's any one sentence quotes that really resonate. And you will do this automatically. If you're talking about dieting and weight loss, there will be one key factor, which is something that you say all the time. And you will say it in these videos. And what you might find is actually you say it in more than one video. If you're creating 12 videos at a time, you'll find your quotes quite easily. And just by creating a quote, then you can create a quote post and you can create just one of these each week, which is an image of you with a quote you've, you've said. And that becomes a style of a post. And if you could share one of these every week on a couple of different channels, that builds a relationship and people get to know you. And from that one sentence, they're going to want to read more. So they might read more in the caption, which is a small segment of your post. And then they can either listen to the podcast, watch the full video or watch or read the blog post. And by doing this, people people absorb information in different ways. Some people love reading. Some people love watching videos. Some people love listening. Like I'm very much I love audio because I can be doing other things and absorb it in the background. Um, but some people are very visual and they want to watch someone speaking to them. Other people just want something to read when they're on the train or they're commuting to work. And it's giving people that opportunity to get the same information, the same core information, but in different ways as well. So you've got your own personal quotes. I'm giving you a minute there. Anything you want to ask? You can see me twitching, right? I know. So yeah, yeah. We're on go, go. You can kind of see me. Uh, you won't be able to see it, but Lucy can see me twitching, just wanting to, to dive in. No, I... I to be honest, I think it makes perfect sense. I, I just, um, I think I think it makes perfect sense. Where where do, where would you go from here then? Having done all these things, you know, I, I guess then it it, it comes down to um, scheduling. Once you've edited all these various things, then it goes into a scheduling platform. We use we use Later.com, which schedules for Facebook and and LinkedIn, uh, sorry, Facebook and Instagram. Um, but there, are, you know, there's multiple other ones out there. Aside from that, is it is that it? Is it pretty much that simple in terms of their content? Or is there anything final that we need to add just to wrap up? So for me, it relates back to your branding and your style of your feed. When we're talking about Instagram or branding, your personal brand, your colours, your style, your um, visual representation is really important. And I think if you set up templates it makes life a lot easier. One, to stay consistent with branding and colors and fonts, but also it just takes the, the thought process. It speeds everything up. If you know this is the style of my quote post and it's just a copy and paste that sentence from the transcript into your quote post, that is your quote post ready. Uh, one other factor that I do, we do use is within those 12 pillars of content, Generally, there will be experts or leaders in your niche who you can leverage. Now, these people will often talk about what you do, but in a slightly different way. For example, when you're talking about mindset, if you're in the food, health, um, wellness niche, you may be talking about mindset and actually you leverage a leader who is in the mindset field. They may not be in health, food, wellness, but they might be in the mindset niche. For example, Tony Robbins has a massive following, uh, very well respected in that niche. And you could potentially then think of or have a look through quotes that he's made that relate to your content for that week. 
So again, by leveraging someone with massive authority, you can also bring people to you, but you relate it to your content. You don't like if you just search for quotes online, you'll get thousands and thousands and thousands. Whereas if you relate it to what you're sharing, it again, it boosts your authority because it's a quote that it bolsters what you're saying and and that side of things. So actually, they don't need to be in your niche, but they could be someone um, slightly outside of the niche, but you can use their con their content as well. And again, that's another post that you can share on however many platforms as well. So yeah, absolutely. So the next stage would be scheduling it onto an app. So for each, um, each platform you would look at. So for a blog post, you might only be sharing that blog, that full blog post once a week. And you'd also be sharing the video content once a week on a blog post. On YouTube, it might be once a week, that content. For something like Instagram, you're gonna be wanting to share a minimum one post a day. So it's breaking down and saying, right, one day is a quote post from me, from my video. One day is a, with a caption that relates from the transcript that relates to the content. Uh, one is a, a quote post from a leader in the niche that I'm talking about. Um, it could be a quote about water. If like water is a significant part, it could just be um, a positivity quote that relates to water. If water is what you're talking about in your health that week. Um, and you're going to break down that content. And you can also, if you've got templates for design, you just drop in those designs in. The screenshots is a case of taking a screenshot and putting the title of your content or the question and mixing it up. Um, and I know you talked about, uh, recently we've talked about carousels and how much impact carousels have on Instagram as well. So going through your transcript and breaking down the key factors into five, six, seven key points from that blog, that can be carousel posts that encourage people. It could be top tips. And again, it's just actually one piece of content. We could probably from one video create 90 pieces of content, not just 12 videos into 90. Like there's so much scope for this. And then the final platform, which we don't talk about much, um, but is massive for traffic is once you have a blog post or a YouTube post or Instagram content, one of the, well, the third biggest search engine out there after Google, after YouTube is actually Pinterest. And by leveraging Pinterest, you can drive traffic back to all these other pieces of content. So having a template Pinterest post or 10, 10, 10 template Pinterest posts, that's difficult to say, um, having 10 of those for each week's worth of content. So you just copy and paste the image and change the title. They can then be shared on 10 Pinterest boards. So 10 images into 10 boards becomes 100 pieces of content. And we don't even, we haven't even mentioned that when we talk about 90, in, 90 minutes and 90 um, pieces of content. Actually, Pinterest or 90 days of content, actually the numbers of pieces of content can go into the hundreds just from one seven minute video. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, remarkable. <laughs> I think I think we'll, we'll we'll stop it there because we could, we could get lost in this kind of um, this rabbit hole of of potential content. But it's massively exciting. I mean, I think it, I genuinely think it's incredible that 
what you just described allows, as we said, before, as we said at the start, right, how to create 90 days of content in 90 minutes and not just for one platform, but for multiple platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, blog, podcast, Pinterest. Um, you know, the potential here is absolutely enormous. It really, really is. And so um, I guess for anybody listening that wants more about this, but specifically about some of the things that Lucy's talked about in terms of branding and getting set up the right way. If you go across to jakeadamdavy.com forward slash visual, which is V-I-S-U-A-L, jakeadamdavy.com forward slash visual, there's a link there where you can take a look at Lucy's training, the branding training. Okay, so this, this kind of perfectly supplements what we talked about today. Uh, and it goes through specifically setting up your branding. It's it's uh, everything that we've done on Instagram, which has just totally transformed how our 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 account looks. And it also links in there with what Lucy's mentioned about Pinterest. I'm not going to. I think we might even do a separate episode on that as well. And Pinterest traffic into into to, to Instagram. But head across to jakeadamdavy.com forward slash visual and take a look at what Lucy's got there uh, in terms of the branding masterclass because that even that in itself combined with the content uh, multiplier that we've talked about today is a, just a massive, massive opportunity for people. And my word, does it look good? It really, really does. So we're going to put that link in the, in the show notes for anybody that's here. Um, we'll also put a bit of a, a breakdown of the steps for you to do this content multiplier. And there is, there is going to be a separate video on this. I think we'll actually uh, incorporate this part of the training as well. Um, again, I think we'll put it at that link, jakeadamdavy.com forward slash visual. But is there anything, I'm, I'm conscious of time, um, Lucy, but is there anything final that you want to leave people with? Um, obviously, please share as well your social, uh, your, your Instagram so people can connect with you there. But is there anything else that we've not mentioned that you want to leave people with just before we wrap up today? I think when it comes down to it, it's that core pieces of content and it all comes down to your foundations. Once you've got that, and if you break it down as 12 core pieces of content, I know we've talked a lot and it could be quite overwhelming because actually it becomes one from here, one from here, one from here, one from here. And today we're not here to overwhelm you, but we're here to say that actually overwhelm's a good thing because it means you've got too much information, not enough. And the question we get all the time is, I don't know what to share. I haven't got enough content. I don't know what, what I can say. And actually having too much content is a great problem to have really, because once you've got it, and as we said, once you've done it for one quarter, your audience is gonna change over three months. And yes, you're gonna to wanna to re-record the videos, but actually the problems that your audience face are gonna be the same year after year, and you can solve those problems. So once you've got these foundations in place, this could massively, massively change your life and just allow you to leverage Instagram and leverage social media rather than being a bit of a slave to social media, which we all fall into that trap quite a lot. Exactly. And, and because what you've described, it transcends Instagram, you know, this platform may, may, may come and go, has come, hopefully it, it, it doesn't go, but it may do. Other platforms will come and go. You know, you know that if you've got a solid foundation for building your brand and the way that you create and distribute and share content about for your brand, it doesn't matter which platforms are around. This process works. This system works. And exactly as Lucy's described, if 12 feels overwhelming, you know, start with four. Like start with four, do a month, prove that you can do it, then come back, then come and do six or do eight and work up to 12 so that, you know, by, say, six months time, you know, you've got those things in place. But it's very 
very powerful. So the link again to check that out and to get more information about the kind of the the, the, the branding side of this, jakeadamdavy.com forward slash visual. Uh, we'll put the link in the in the chat. Lucy, where can people find you on Instagram? I am this girl loves rum on Instagram. Long story, but send me a message and I'll explain my story. <laughs> um, if you yeah, if you find me on there. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. This girl loves rum on mm -hmm. Instagram. You'll find Lucy over there with her thousands and thousands of followers Lucy thank you so much uh, I mean we've implemented this in the past few months I love it uh, I really do uh, the, the the way that our account looks the results that we're getting directly from Instagram has been transformed as well I know that this is extremely valuable and anybody that goes and implements will get results as well but equally go ahead to the website that I've shared jakeadamdavy.com forward slash visual and take a look at more of Lucy's stuff because it is just pretty remarkable it really really is Lucy, thank you so much for being with us. I genuinely appreciate it. I certainly don't take your time for granted. For everyone that's been listening, you can send a big thanks to Lucy um, as well. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode, which is episode number 93. Lucy, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. We'll see you again soon. Thank I hope. you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, everybody. Take care and we'll see you in the next episode. All the best. Take care. Bye bye. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.